Now, the same bank, I have $35,000 sitting in an account. Mm -hmm. That bank lends it to me and only gives me 0.02 annual percent on my money. So. Who's the dummy? You you can't gloss over that. I don't do toilets. What? Say that again. I said I don't do toilets. Wait, what's that mean? It means that I don't want to trade dollars for time and I want my money to work for me. Hello and welcome to the I Don't Do Toilets, the podcast for you. You who want to retire the saying, go to school, get a job, work 40 years just to retire with a 401k. Generation X, we're specifically talking to you. And it's not too late to invest in yourself by working smarter and not harder. I Don't Do Toilets is a mindset change, a paradigm shift. And we're sharing our experiences and knowledge, giving you relatable and practical content towards financial independence. We'll discuss wealth building, real estate, investing, and everything in between. I'm your host, Andre, along with my beautiful wife, Maisha. Hey. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Listen to me encouraged and empowered. Good morning. What up? What up? Hey. Yes. You know what's aggravating? What is? When you give all your money mm. and give it to an institution that don't give you no love. None at all. None low. None. None so at you, all. So you ready to talk about this? Yeah. Yeah. We naming names? We dropping names? Yeah. Okay. You want to drop the name? JP. <laughs> <laughs> Chasing your money. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what's their moniker um you know one point was it was um i I don't remember chase uh i don't know who cares who cares right who cares we on a saturday morning it's a beautiful waking up it's a beautiful day it is it's a gorgeous day and we just had a conversation about them chasing our money and now i'm aggravated well calm down calm down so, so, uh, you know, relax. Okay. And let's get into this podcast because it's been a minute. So we don't need to be so angered. You know, it's Man. been a minute since we've been in the booth. I'm excited. I am excited. I know. I know we had some time where, it, you know, we was going to set out some time during the week. Mm-hmm. But I really like Saturday mornings. Yeah, it's I just do too. A, just a different vibe. The energy is different. The energy is different. And now I'm about to give that energy to J.P. Morgan Chase. <laughs> oh, man. What they do to you. You know. Well. You know. Anyway, so let's read a disclaimer before you give them that business. We are not financial, legal, or investment licensed professionals. We are not psychologists either. Information we share is for education and entertainment purposes. Please do your own research and seek out professionals. So let's get into this. We should. What is a bank? It's a bully. Oh. <laughs> and you come out with, with no gloves on. Gotta you come, come out, out swinging. Man. You swinging. Okay. Well, it is a bully. Okay. But they are a, um, a very, very important piece into our economy. <laughs> so... Uh, A bank is simply a financial institution that's involved in borrowing and lending money. Mm -hmm. So banks take your deposits and they lend it out to borrowers and they give you a dismal, dismal (laughs) annual interest 
as a token of appreciation. And we're going to get in more into that a little later. But so, you know, again, they play a very important role in our economy. Right. So. What is the main purpose? Well, uh, for for a bank. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. we t- the main purpose of a bank. Let's let's talk about some well, of the purposes. Keep your money safe. Keep your money safe. No, we can't no longer just stash cash under the mattress. I mean, you can. Well, in a but you just know. won't. You won't make anything. Right, you lose value like that. But, I mean, potato, potato, right? Right, you're you not put making it in the bank. You ain't making nothing either. <laughs> I mean, can I put it under my mattress? Technically, you can. Right. You know, it's just safe under your mattress. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's FDIC insured. FDIC, yeah. Up to a certain amount. Well, you know what? There was just a uh, a scenario in the news, um, you know, within the last month mm-hmm. where um, somebody had to go all the way to the, the landfill to retrieve some money that they threw away. I don't remember all the details of the story, but it was practically somebody was hoarding money uh, in a box (laughs) and uh, family members threw it out and they find out about it. And it was a good Samaritan at the landfill that went to the, you know, extreme to make sure they can get their money back. But uh, again, you're right. So whether I have it in a savings account making nothing or whether I have it up under my mattress making nothing. Same result. Same results. Gotcha. So another main purpose is that they offer interest is what we were talking about and helping mm-hmm. you protect. They really say helping you to protect against losing value against inflation. But we can see that ain't the case. Right. Because inflation rates far exceed what your interest rate that the bank is giving you. Correct. Uh, and then another thing is that they offer financial advice or related financial services uh, like insurance, um, the investing, mm-hmm. you know, budgeting. So they, they, you know, they have some purpose in our economy, but the well, main thing is giving money. So the economy <laughs> can grow. Yeah. So the, so, so one thing we forgot is lending money to firms, customers, or home buyers. True. And that's a lot of times why we go to the bank is to get yeah. money from the bank. Right. Or get a loan from the bank for big purchases that we have. Whether that's a vehicle, uh, business, startup, or excess unique capital, or again, you know, your home. Right. Right. So I think, I mean, overall banks have a purpose in our life because we got to make purchases and we may not have that cash on hand. Right. The majority of us. Absolutely. Right. So how do the banks use our money? So before we go there, what are some services that banks provide? You know, one of the, the, the main, um, I say one of the privileges that I like with going to the banks is having the opportunity to get cashier checks mm-hmm. and money orders at no charge. Cause a lot of people charge, right? But I know chase, they don't charge. Well, and it's also based on what type of account you have too. That's a very important detail. Absolutely. Yeah. And we have the accounts. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because there is a fee if you don't have, <laughs> Yes. But so you have the money orders, the cashier checks, debit or credit cards, et cetera, loans. And then some offer money market accounts and then some offer, you know, assistance on how to manage your finances. So there are services that notary 
hey, we have to uh, we have to get something notarized, mm-hmm. or if we didn't go to the bank, I'm sure there would have been a charge. But right. you know, one of the you know luxuries of being able to go to the bank was you know they didn't charge. So there's little things like that. So I mean, there's no doubt that there are some perks to having your money in a bank. There's no doubt, but there also are some things that mm, we need to discuss. Yeah. Yeah. So, so <laughs> let's dig a little deeper. <laughs> yeah. So we talked about this, uh, before we put this pot, this episode together, right? We talked about, we wanted to help our listeners understand what a bank is and what the purpose of a bank is. But we also want to open eyes about what you're losing out on when you're dealing with banks. So the banks use your money. So here's here's what they do. They use your money mm-hmm. in deposit accounts to make loans to other people or businesses. So in return of using your money, the bank receives interest payments on those loans and those borrowers. And in part of that interest, a very, very insignificant part of that interest is rewarded back to you. Right. <laughs> okay. A very, very insignificant. So I got a real life scenario right here. Okay. Go to the bank, say, hey, bank, I have a new venture that I'm trying to explore, new endeavor. Mm-hmm. Need some money. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been banking with y'all for 22 years. Mm. So is that right? A lot of money has come through here. Right. Auto loans, mortgages, mm. checking savings accounts, business accounts, credit cards, whatever oh, the case so, may be. So what you make from your business goes flows oh, through yeah. their a lot, bank. A lot of money's flowing through here. Okay. So I, I thought we had a good relationship. Mm. And the, the the problem is that maybe I could have had that approach at a smaller bank where mm-hmm. there was a little bit more person to person, but I'm up against Chase. So I'm just a number. Okay. You know, this branch is on every corner. So maybe I went in with the wrong mentality. Credit score is solid, uh, money's in the account, etc. Mm-hmm. They can see the money. They can they can see the money. They right. u- they're using the money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking, can I get my money back? <laughs> they can see the flow of the right. money. I'm just asking, can I get my money back? C- can I use my money for what I want to use it for? It's just sitting here. Yeah. And long story short, I got denied. Really? Yeah, got denied, and it really was kind of frustrating because again I had this you know there was really no assistance there was really no the the services that they promote Mm -hmm. so what I had to do and and maybe it was the particular banker I was working with because Mm -hmm. I I, and I actually called him out on it too and I was like hey you know I was disappointed in this blah 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 and I should have did my research first Mm -hmm. and maybe kind of went in with a different approach Mm -hmm. but uh, needless to say maybe none of that mattered Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is they're using my money to lend out to borrowers. I come in as a borrower mm-hmm. and I couldn't get no money. Not only did you come in as a borrower, you came in as a borrower who has a track record and who has allowed the bank to use a significant amount of your money. Right. And you have had no issues with being in default or anything like that you have a great credit score positive yeah and they still denied you yes oh and you have a business 
that has not failed. Right. Right. For the past how many years? I've uh, been in business pushing 15, 15. So you have yeah. a business track yeah. record too. Yeah. yeah, we we pushing. That's why okay. we're trying to move on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on. And and you know, for for our listeners, you thinking you know maybe previous episodes we talked about the blueprint. We talked about being in debt. Mm-hmm. Again, this is a a strategic move. Right. This is a strategic move. This right. isn't going into debt, Correct. trying to take out a loan just to go buy some jewelry or right. something material. Absolutely. This is for uh, capital so I can move on to a different or pursuit mm-hmm. pursuit of happiness I should say <laughs> <laughs> so it, it it is part of the blueprint yes. you know it is strategic so I uh, don't want to confuse maybe some some listeners from previous episodes like well no I thought y'all don't go into debt this is well we talked about good and bad debt right this is a good debt this is calculated and this is something but that uh that you know is needed to in order to make a move that we're trying to make right but so let's get back to the scenario so thirty five thousand dollars move on go to a different bank be like bank number two i need some money Hmm. bank number two is like hey we got you what we got you here's what you need to do xyz the money's in your account good i do it Mm-hmm. But here's the catch. Here's the gag. <laughs> the gag is. <laughs> but the gag is. Who who does that? I love when she does that. Kiki Palmer. Oh, yeah, man. But the killed. gag is. Yeah, she be killing me with that. <laughs> I love that, though. Good entertainment. Yeah. So I take out a loan, $35,000 that charged me 8% interest over 36 months to pay back. Mm-hmm. That equates to $4,484 that the bank would receive in return for lending me the money. Now you multiply this scenario by a thousand people. Hmm. That's nearly $5 million. That's crazy. Okay. That's now, crazy. Now the same bank, I have $35,000 sitting in an account. Mm-hmm. That bank lends it to me. and only gives me 0.02 annual percent on my money. So who's the dummy? You, you can't gloss over that. So I know that for us, when you have to emphasize things, you have to say it twice. So like for real, for real, you got to say it twice. So let's say that one more time. Taking out a loan for a new business venture. Mm-hmm. Bankers give me $35,000 and charging me 8% interest over 36 months to pay it back. Mm-hmm. That's a $1,000 payment per month. That equates to $4,484 that the bank would receive from me Mm -hmm. in return for lending me that money. So look at that as a fee. Mm -hmm. So I want to borrow this money. In order for me to borrow this money, I have to pay $4,484 to borrow that money. Now, if you just multiply that times a thousand people, that bank has made nearly $5 million off of lending $35,000 to a thousand people. Okay. (laughs) Now, now I take that same bank and I have $35,000 sitting in my account and the bank that is using it to lend to others. is only giving me an annual interest percent of 0.02. Now who's the dummy? (laughs) And okay. So, so 0.02 on 35,000. 
Well, let, let's not even get to there yet. Okay. Think about 0.02. We're not talking 1%. Right. We're not talking 2%. You're not talking half a percent. We're talking less than a half percent <laughs> that they are giving. So I pulled up a statement. Who's the dummy? So I pulled up a bank statement for the month of August. My goodness. And the interest paid for this period mm. is 46 cent 46 cent so for our listeners for easy math 50 cent (laughs) (laughs) two quarters (laughs) subtract that from 44.84 which is 4,484 dollars that the bank gets versus 50 cent 50 that we get that we get so my whole interest (sighs) Pay year to date. So we're talking January to, to August. I've earned three dollars and forty one cent. Wow. <laughs> A moment of silence, please. A moment of silence. So the banks use our money. Mm-hmm. They pull it together mm-hmm. and they're issuing out mortgages at four percent, six percent, nine percent. Right. They're issuing out student loans at twelve percent, ten percent. They're issuing out credit cards. 15%, 20%, 29%, mm-hmm. and they giving you 0.02%. Right. right. That wow. reminds me of Proverbs 22.7. Say, say it. The rich rule over the poor. Hmm. The borrower is a slave to the lender. Very, Jango. very simple. Um, I remember our mentor, uh, one of our mentors, he shared that he had a million dollars in a bank. And he looked at his end of year statement. And they gave them back $30 off of a million. That's, that's sickening. I mean, <laughs> but that, Hey, but that's, that's the role they play in our economy. So when you so, know better, you do better. Correct. Correct. So correct. that's what we're trying to enlighten and educate because we have learned better and it goes back to our overall uh, model of, Hey, letting our money work, work for, for us. us. So uh, that, that's a good segue in how banks make money. And what we just described is referred to as profiting from interest spread. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they take the money, they give you a crumb and they charge this person that and they get the difference. And don't and don't get us wrong, because the thing about it is when when we sell notes on houses, that's exactly the same thing that we do. But the thing is, is that you have to be mindful that your money is being used in the way that it's being used and be a little more strategic about it. Right. I mean, because in the, the, the fact of the matter is, is that our mindset was you go into the bank, you've done all this business with the bank. You've had your money flowing through this bank. You've had quite a bit of money flowing. You have a great business track record and I'm not mad at them for wanting to profit off the interest spread. But what I am upset about is that I've done business with you for all of these years and you can't lend me money for a new business venture when you see that our old business venture, our current business venture is profitable. Right, 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 right. And, and let's not get, you know, the, the profiting from the interest spread, I mean, that's nothing different than, yeah. you know, cost of goods sold yeah, versus, absolutely. you know, what it costs. Absolutely. I mean, th- that's profit margin. Yeah. I get that. 
what I'm again frustrated with is that they just pull our money mm-hmm. and then they make money from the profit interest spread. They make money from the fees. <laughs> right. I mean, let's talk about those fees. So, you, you know, you got monthly service fees. Mm-hmm. So you have certain accounts and even at Chase mm-hmm. that if your account falls beneath a certain balance, they're going to charge you a fee. Right. Or if you don't have a, uh, a direct deposit attached to that account, they're going to charge you a fee. Right. You have inactivity fees. Mm-hmm. You have overdraft and insufficient fees. Right. Uh, wire wire transfer. ATMs. Mm-hmm. You know, I just can't go pull up on an ATM and get my money out. Right. I got to make sure I go to a bank specific mm-hmm. ATM mm-hmm. or they going to just hijack you on the fee. Right. And again, you're just trying to withdraw your money. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned minimum balances. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a number of fees that that the banks use to mm-hmm. make money. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them, I guess more hidden fees are kind of like your interchange fees. Right. And that makes sense from a, from a retailer standpoint or from a, you know, customer, um, a convenience store. Right. You know, we've all been to the convenience store and it'd be like, Hey, in, in order to, for you to use, use your, your credit card, card mm-hmm. you need to purchase, you know, a minimum of $5. Right. So, it, so that, that retailer is paying that fee, and, you know, those do add up. They do. They absolutely do. And if you're not aware of them or you're not aware of the type of accounts that you have with your particular bank, then your fees will add up. And that'll be another way that the bank is money is making money off of you. Um, let's let's. So I guess the question is, why should our listeners care about this? And the reason why they should care is because. I know for us, we've been taught at a young age that we should save our money. Yes. And we save our money and we put them into banks and we just let our money grow. But the problem is, is that when you're putting your money into a bank that doesn't have an interest rate where your money can really make money because 46 cents what is that going to do for you? You know, I don't even think I can go into, I can't even go into a vending machine and spend 50 cents. You can't. Maybe buy a pack of gum. You, yeah. I, maybe, maybe. I mean, it's not going to do anything for no. you. And and we, we as a Gen X generation have been taught, you save your money for retirement. Yeah. Um, there's some very traditional things that we've been taught and we've got to move our mindset away from those things. And banking is one of them. Mm-hmm. Banks are a uh, money-making entity and I don't, I don't fault them for that, mm-hmm. but I also want to be a money-making entity. Yes. Look out for yourself. And Absolutely. so at this point, If you put your money in the bank, you need to know what you're getting into. And so the other part of that is that there are other banks that offer a little more interest in that. You can look into those. Look into those and see see if they're um, something that will be advantageous to you. But we on this show talk a lot about stock market index funds. And there's no reason why you can't put your money into index funds mm-hmm. and follow the market mm-hmm. just like the big banks do. Yes. They That's do. what they do. 
Right, right, right. The big banks, they're heavy. They're heavy. And, you know, they're, they have a huge part. And that's a great transition because another way that banks make money is that they finance or facilitate trades and investments on a large scale for their institutional clients. Right. So that's really high level stuff. Right. But they move the market. So ba- so basically, let's let's just put it like this for our listeners. You put your money into an index fund that follows the market where the big banks are trading in and out yeah. and putting all of their money into because they move the market. Right. Right. So if you put it in in January and then come out in December, overall, you'll make about eight to 10 percent on your money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Would you rather eight to ten percent, or would you rather point zero two, which is less than a percent? Yeah, that's a no brainer. It's no brainer. No brainer. Don't be the dummy. Don't be the dummy. <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, we've made the these mistakes. We've been yeah. the dummy. So in a previous episode, we we talked about I don't remember what episode it was, but we talked about high yield saving accounts as they were like the the most popular. I think there was like early 2021. Mm -hmm. It was the most popular way to invest your money, Mm -hmm. something like that. And we kind of debunked that. Right. But in relation, in comparison to just a normal checking and savings account, Oh, it's definitely more favorable because you're going to get more return on your money, more return, or even in a CD, Mm -hmm. you know, which is short term, Mm -hmm. you're still going to get more money more bang for your buck right. as opposed to just leaving it in the account and saying, Hey, right. I'm gonna trust you. But you mentioned that, that the banks move the market, mm-hmm. big banks. Mm-hmm. We're talking Goldman Sachs. We're talking chase. Yeah. Uh, and then there's some international banks that also, right. you know, move the market. But from a U.S. standpoint, the Goldman Sachs, the banks of the Americas, the, mm-hmm. um, uh, the Chase Bank, right. those are some heavy hitters, and they're not investing with little money. We're talking <laughs> institutional money, right? Millions, right? So, and it, it's all done through you know computers, algorithms. Uh, algorithms. So it's mm-hmm. not one uh, individual like myself or my wife just sitting there clicking. No, this is huge. But so they make their money through that. They make their money through brokerage and underwriting services and then mergers and acquisitions. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the banks that I'm in, BBVA, they're mm. getting uh, they're bought out by PNC. Mm-hmm. So PNC has um, bought all the BBVA. So they're bringing all of their assets and making it a part of their portfolio. So they've wow. acquired. Wow. And we see that all the time. Yeah. I mean, there's no larger uh, bully in the market than Amazon. <laughs> I mean, they're acquiring everybody. <laughs> right, right. I mean, it's pretty soon it's going to be Apple, Amazon, and Walmart. Right. They own everything. Oh, on, on a, on a, just as a side note. So I practiced trading Amazon this week. Oh, okay. And if I tell you how fast Amazon moves, Amazon is moving some things. Yeah. And so by the time I was done and, and shout out to Terry for this, I got to shout her out all the time, but shout out to Terry trade and travel. I made, I made about $3,000 in two days, just practicing your heart rate though. Tell but me my heart rate. Heart rate. Yeah, tell me that heart rate. Was it Man. healthy? <laughs> Ooh. 
yeah so anyway that's a side note but but i say that to say is that there's there's institutions that make the market move why not get beside them and move with them yeah move you know in stride so let's 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 like look at let's land a plane and use the example that i gave earlier of the four thousand eight hundred and eighty four dollars that's good do that that. do that yeah so if i used if i had that money all right i got that money in my hand Mm -hmm. four thousand eight hundred and i mean four thousand four hundred and eighty four dollars got it (laughs) and i invested into chase Mm. in august of 2018 august 1st share price was 114 dollars and 58 cents okay that would allow me to buy 39 shares roughly and then i held those 39 shares until august 1st 2021 Mm. when the share price is up to 151 dollars and 17 cents that would equate it to 1400 dollars in my pocket wow now that is a 32 percent return (laughs) on the money okay all right 32 percent wow over a three-year period that i would have earned from chase did y'all hear that 32 percent now that's just money just sitting there doing nothing yeah working for you giving you a 32 percent who wouldn't take a 32 percent return on their money who all right and you did nothing name them you you did nothing (laughs) you just sat there and watched the charts go up and down patiently waiting that's roughly five thousand dollars that you just set to the side going back to your index funds uh and just set let it sit there and let the money work for you so if you would have invested let's 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 do it like this when the market crashed in 2020 due to covid Ooh, it was ugly. Yeah, it we was were still ugly. pretty new too. Yeah, it so was it was ugly. We, we were scared. Was we were scared. Yeah, we was hesitant. And you can't no, be no scared lie. in the market. No lie, no. But so we, we we we've seen some of our peers who was not scared. Oh, and they laughing all the way to the bank. To the bank. To the bank. At the bank. So <laughs> the S and P in and of itself has doubled. Has doubled. Yeah. Since then, it has doubled. It has. I mean, <laughs> and, and a lot of that time we was on the sidelines. Yeah. Now we, we, we played a little bit, you know, into the game, you know, we got a little play time, yeah. but a full fledged person that, uh, and some of our peers that were buying yeah. in March, 2020, right. April, 2020. Yep. At are, the bottom, at the bottom, they were buying their pockets are fat, 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 obese. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> they're they're doing real well. So, and these are our peers. And we actually, get to, if you would have continued to buy Chase stock when the uh, market was just diving, yeah, just imagine what you could have made. So, uh, let me see, Chase. I didn't look it up, but I just going off of memory. I know it was floating around eighty five, eighty seven, somewhere in that ballpark. And now it's up at like 160. So I mean, Chase is doubled almost. Yeah. Well, not doubled. No, that is double. Yeah, yeah 80 and 80 is 160. Is. Yeah, yeah. So nearly doubled. Right. And again. It's a no-brainer. No-brainer. It's a no-brainer. No-brainer. Get into land the market. 
into the market. We got to land the plane because, I I mean, I'm getting aggravated just thinking about it. Hey, get get into the market and stop allowing Chase or any banking institution to make money off of you. Yeah. Make money off of them. Right. And that's how you do it. You make money off of them. Get you some Bank of America, some Chase. Some city banks. That's the that's the other big bank I forgot about. Citibank. Yeah. They're pretty huge. And then you don't have to rely on them to go get your loan for your business venture. True. That's all that's all to it. Well, listen to you. Talk that talk. I got you. Note it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's been fun. Oh yeah. Saturday morning is I a vibe. It. it is. It is and we and we're still getting, you know, out early enough to uh enjoy the rest of the day. Yeah. Any so if you want, remarks? yeah, definitely. If you if you would like to contact us with any questions that you may have, please send us an email at I don't do toilets podcast at gmail dot com, or you can find us on IG. Hopefully, you're on IG at I don't do toilets podcast, and we will talk to you again soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Your time is valuable and we trust that you heard content you find beneficial. We're passionate about living an abundant life through financial independence, living debt-free, and enjoying the life we desire. Continue to listen, be encouraged, and be empowered. And show us some love by rating the podcast on whatever platform you're streaming. Give us a five-star rating, write a great review. And until next time, I don't do toilets.